Episode 644, October 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a acapella version of the 67 theme song, as sung by the YouTuber Fire B-U-L-G-O-G-I. Let me try Bulgogi? Anyway, cool version. I like that version. He did a great job with it. Before we get on with this episode, I want to thank the following people that made it possible. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they helped pay the bills. And we had a few new ones pop up this month, such as the message board went down. We had to hire somebody to upgrade it. So they helped pay the bill for that one. So a personal thank you goes out to Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Joshua, Kelly, Laura, Michael2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Vinkman, Walter, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Avenji, Havskimo, Ira, JB, Jay, Jared, John, John J, John P, Curtis, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Sam, Sammers, Scott, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, Thomas, and Nick. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And they got some exclusive episodes, like our monthly Spider Satellite episode. They get the uh, video two weeks earlier than the uh, regular MP3 podcast. And they get some other exclusive podcasts. And we're going to record some. We've got a goal that if we hit it, we're going to do a DVD commentary of Spider-Man 3. So that ought to be a fun one. So once we hit that goal, we'll record it and let, uh, release it to all the Patreon members. Okay, let's get on with the review show. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. Let's introduce the panel. JR, what is going on, sir? Happy September. Oh, well... It uh, it's going, it's going. The leaves are still green. The grass is still green. Uh, I'm still living with the family and life. Is, <laughs> life I thought is you were good. about to do a haiku or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Cat, Count Funkula, according to his handle, George. What's going on, man? <laughs> That's Fat Albert. That's not Cat Funkula. Is that would Count uh, Funkula? I'm, I'm, be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brad. What does Count Funkula sound like? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm thinking like Count Funkula is how like a vampire that, at a disco. Know, how do you know that Fat Albert didn't grow up and get turned into a vampire and become Count Funkula? Mm-hmm. That yeah. that I don't know. That, that point, is point, point fair to, what, Brad, what happens when you assume? Ask you and me, baby. Ask you and me. <laughs> And so Ashley, I got nothing out of that to segue to you. What's up, Ashley? <laughs> uh, I'm apparently very um, lacking in my Fat Albert verse, Lord. <laughs> Need to work on that. I am. Uh, Mike, uh, I'm how are you with Fat Albert? <laughs> um, well, I haven't seen Fat Albert in a long time, uh, but I am living in the land of the vampires, according to some to some some works of fiction. Um, 
Oh, in in, are you in Pennsylvania? Is it? No, Where? Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. Twilight. Yeah. Twilight. Twilight. Oh, Twilight. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. It's out of fashion now. I, I blocked yeah, that out of my memory. Well, yeah. you know, I, I saw some meme the other day that said maybe it is true that vampires do turn into bats because of Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And we have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Wearing an Oscorp shirt. Mm -hmm. Industry as Oscorp Industries. JR, you need one of those so you guys can match. Well, I don't know, but I would I would have to give this up, wouldn't I? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I, I don't have one of those, so I. I, I JR, even Brad's not wearing his. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we are going to tackle two uh, issues on this show. One's called Amazing Spider-Man. One's about Norman Osborn. I guess you can guess who's going to tackle that one. But first, uh, Count Funkula, Fat Albert's biggest fan, uh, <laughs> is going to... Hey, 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 we got issue for you. Uh, take me through this one, George. Fat Albert needs any batteries. Yeah. All right. So, um... So this one starts off uh, just on the cover, right off the bat. You know, you've got Spidey in a straight jacket, uh, and and this is how I felt by the end of the issue. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Mm -hmm. All right, Let's Let's George. hit it, George. So I I tell you what, it, it's been a long time since I've done a negative review. Oh my! Oh no! It's been, it, it's been a long time since I've done a since I've done a negative All right. review. Okay. So. Anywho, um, oh my, so McNulty over here. Oh gosh, mm -hmm. He's yeah, yeah. Hold on, <laughs> no, hold, I'm on. Not. hold on to your butts, chat. All right. So, <laughs> um, starts off, starts off with the with the sin eater who's growing an army, an army of little sin eaters. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know because uh, that's what villains do. Norman's done it. Uh, you know, you, you've got all these little minion villains, right? That dress yeah. like you and. Mm -hmm are probably just pretty clueless. None of these people have jobs. So, <laughs> um, you know, so they've all got their, they've all got their, most of them have baseball bats, right? right. Most of them have baseball bats. A couple of them have like hammers. There's one chick with like a, right like here. a spatula. Yeah. Not a spatula. Not a spatula. Like a frying pan. Skillet. A frying pan. Skillet. Yeah. Skillet. Yeah. Skillet. Skillet. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so they're just going to the street beating ass. Um, and as Spider-Man's narrating this, you find out that they don't really need much of a reason to beat ass. And sometimes uh, they don't really, they probably don't even care if they're wrong or right. They're just going to beat ass. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so Spider-Man, uh, is out trying to stop, uh, the sin eaters, ass beaters. Uh, and he, and he talks about how overwhelming it's getting. Suddenly it's more than he can handle. And I'm like, dude, you fought fire Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, anyway, I'm digressing. Um, so he says, so he calls in a friend for help, Miles Morales, AKA Spider-Man. So he and Miles, uh, clean house, uh, on some of these guys. And then he and Miles wind up, uh, you know, they head off to have a, a heart to heart, heart to heart talk. Uh, meanwhile, Norman's at Ravencroft being crazy. Uh, literally the inmate running the asylum. Um, and I was reading this and it just struck me. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm like, how the hell does Norman Osborn keep doing this kind of thing? Because money. He keeps, he keeps, <laughs> he keeps breaking the law, going to super jail. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think he's only gone to super jail once <laughs> technically. Um, but I, I mean, like, look at all the crap he did, like during, you know, like after civil war and 
the dark rain or whatever the hell that was and sword and everything. Right. And and now he's just back. He's got a new job uh, in a field he has no experience in. But, uh, you know, anyway, I don't know. He's got experience being crazy. He's got experience being crazy, but not treating crazy people. <laughs> so uh, anyway, his uh, security detail busts in and they're like, dude, we got to get you out of here. Right. Because uh, we can't hold the gates and these people are coming for you and the inmates are going crazy. Um and they show like a panel of like uh, like all these like armed guards. I mean, they've got like riot shotguns and you know like automatic weapons and shit. Mm-hmm. And 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 they're facing down people with baseball bats. <laughs> and they're like, "We can't hold the gate." And I'm like, "Really? Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried?" <laughs> so uh, anyway, Norman's like, "No, nah, we're not going anywhere. You know, I'm right where I want to be." Um, and, uh, you know, we've always got, uh, we've always got other weapons at our disposal and then down in the vault, you know, you see, you know, something large hammering away at the, at the vault. I forgot what was in the vault. They, they explain it in the next issue. Mm-hmm. So JR can I, take that one. I missed that part. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I missed that part. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, the, uh, so miles and Peter are having their heart to heart and he's like, yeah, these guys are going after Norman. And then miles is like, have you thought about just letting them kill him? <laughs> and on the one hand, I'm like, suddenly Miles Morales says something I can get on board with. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, it's troublesome to me because Miles Morales is wearing a Spider-Man costume. Mm, mm-hmm. True, true. And I, that didn't sit well with me at all. Uh, yeah. now, now Miguel, Miguel wears Miguel O'Hara wears Spider-Man costume, has no problem killing a guy if he needs killing, mm-hmm. but he doesn't go out of his way to do it. Yeah, uh, that's you true. Know, and, and so... That that was disconcerting. So number one, we've got Miles in the comic. Can't stand Miles. He's part of the Ultimate Universe. What 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 could possibly make that worse? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're going to. I know. Wait, wait, there's more. If we could show the fire throwing Hulk clone Goblin from the <laughs> Ultimate Universe, one of the one of the single most hated things for me. I hate this thing worse than I hate symbiotes. Oh wow! Wow. Or Carly uh, Cooper. Or Carly Cooper. Yeah, JR can Ooh. remember uh, how much I hated this back in the day. Yeah, oh, I remember. Absolutely. Woo. So, yeah, so my, that's Miles's pitch. Miles is like, ah, yeah, we got to stop him. Maybe we wait until after they kill Norman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's that's odd. But, uh, you know, we're, we're flex, but okay. Thanks, Miles. Thanks for the pep talk. <laughs> You know, and Spider-Man uh, swings off into the city, He's thinking back to his history with Norman, you know, uh, going back to like, uh, you know, like in his early days. You know, there's that there's that con- there's a lot of callbacks to old stuff in here. Some of it good, some of it awful. Um, but like, you know, like the the panel, you know, we're like, uh, what issue was that, Jr. Where like Peter first realized that Norman knew who he was and Norman had the crazy sweats and he was shaking his hand too hard. It was, it was right 30, before 39. Oh, well, that 30. Actually, well, then, no, that was when he. Um, I mean, that's when Norman found out was 39, but uh, what yeah. Jordan is referring to is the old, the old spectacular Spider-Man number two. Yes. Um, the magazine. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he's thinking back to his history with Norman. Meanwhile, uh, the Sin Eaters goons armed with bats and tire irons and <laughs> hammers, right? They're in front of Ravencroft and apparently the security guards are gone. The security guards with shotguns and automatic weapons, I guess, got overwhelmed. <laughs> with the bat. and um, so you got so you got Sin Eater outside at the gates calling Norman out. Norman's just sitting there watching this casually. Norman's like, ah, yeah, what, this is Tuesday. Right? <laughs> so 
Sin Eater then reaches out and gives uh, touches all of his minions and gives them his uh, Jim's, Jim Jones supernatural gift or whatever. Um, they all get empowered. They get crazy eyes. And then he tells them all to go out and cleanse. And they gather their crowbars and their hammers and their hatchets and shovels <laughs> and baseball bats uh, and storm the gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so we cut the Spider-Man um, who's like, uh, you know, because Spider-Man, he keeps monologuing. Yeah, uh, we see him beating some ass on the senator guys, but he's thinking about all the things that Norman has cost him through the years, you know. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't it be better for Norman to just go away, you know? And we we've seen this with with Peter before. This is consistent with Peter. Peter always has the moral dilemma, but at the end, he always does the right thing because it's Peter, because it's Spider Man, and that's what he should do. Mm-hmm. Right. So meanwhile, he he's fighting these goons, uh, and then oh hey look at Spider Gwen. <laughs> Spider Gwen shows up, and then Spider Man sitting there thinking about, you know, her, you know, her fake history and all that stuff. And they've they they've they're webbing down the guys that they just beat ass on, and then they start talking about Norman too. And Spider Man's like, "Gee, sometimes I wonder if uh, my Gwen, you know, the dead one, the one that was crazy, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, the one, uh, you know, that I couldn't save, uh, if she's like up in heaven waiting for me to finish what I told, what I promised her I would do, which was kill Norman." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, trust me, if Gwen is up in heaven, dude, she's in a padded cell, wrapped up in a straitjacket, <laughs> hitting her head against the wall, hooked up to a Thorazine drip, because she was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait a minute, I think George is making shit. <laughs> no, 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 I said, hang on. I said, if she was if. in heaven, JR. He said if. He said uh, if. He said if. He said if. I preface mine with actual, you know, conjecture, <laughs> unlike you. <laughs> So uh, so he finishes his talk with uh, with 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 fake Gwen. Uh, meanwhile, we cut back to Norman inside the jail. He's like with a security guard. They're trying to you know get somewhere safe, and then um, the security guard gets knocked out by like a shotgun. But to the, suddenly, these guys have guns now. Uh, one of them's got a, like a golf club in the back. I, I do like how the art the artist throws in like these weird things, like the skeleton, the golf club, I, or not a, It's not a golf club. It's a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, and then yeah, so they knock the security guard out. Norman's just kind of, you know, surrounded on all sides now by crazy senator people. And I'm thinking, you know, you fools, you're, you know, he's not trapped in there with you. You're trapped in there with him. <laughs> um, but but yeah, Spider Man finally comes to decision. He's like, oh geez, uh, you know, I I better help him out. It's like, uh, remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Remember the musical episode? Once more with feeling. There was a line uh, in Spike's song, which uh, for me is the best song in the entire film or uh, the entire episode. Okay. And 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 Spike is lamenting the fact that Buffy's headed off to danger, you know, and he's like, uh, what is it? What were the exact words? I hope she fries. I'm free if that bitch dies. <laughs> I guess I'll go help her out. I, I better help her out. Oh, that's good. So that's basically where Spider-Man is. He's like, man, I hate Norman. I really would love Norman to die. I better go save Norman. <laughs> that sums it up pretty good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so he, he's headed off to Ravenscroft. And, and it's like Norman's life is in danger, but I'm going to take as long as I can and try to talk to as many people as possible on my way there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. true. Yep. That's true. You Very know, much so. I better yep. go rush off and save Norman, who's in there in a compound that's been you know, being laid siege to for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes at this point. No, not a cop anywhere. These are people with, with bats. 
Kill it. <laughs> security ran off, and there's not one cop. There's like security like cars, like with red and blue lights inside the gates. Because yeah. because we saw them earlier in the in the issue when when we saw the security guards, you know, with the riot shotguns and the and the automatic weapons. Yeah. Uh, no cops, no anything. So so Spider Man's on a roof thinking about, well, yeah, I guess I better get down and beat ass. Uh, and then Jessica, or not Jessica, Julia Carpenter shows up, uh, the new Madam Web, yeah. who I liked a lot more when she was uh, Spider Woman too. Same. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and then, so he recalls like her history, like every everyone who's coming around, you know, he's he's kind of thinking to his head. Oh, yeah, I know this person. I better review their history internally. <laughs> yeah. So. So he talks to Julia, you know, and Julia's like, look, dude, if you let Norman Osborn walk, Norman Osborn's going to kill again. And I'm like, well, duh. Thank you, Captain Obvious for, <laughs> you know, for uh, for telling us what we already knew. But then Spider-Man's like, you know, well, you know, she's got a point. Who does he go after next? And he's thinking about Aunt May. He's thinking about Mary Jane. And so what does he do? He says he clenches his fist and rushes off to go save Norman. So that presumably Norman can kill one of his uh, another loved one someday. So uh, he smashes in to the building, uh, takes out or to the to the asylum, takes out some uh, some of the senators goons, grabs Norman. Yeah. And Norman is like, get the hand, get your hands off me. What the hell do you think you're doing? Norman's actually shocked. He's like, you know, the hell, WTF, <laughs> you know? And so uh, Spider-Man says, look, I'm here to save you. And then he knocks him out. So, or he didn't knock him out, but he hits him. Uh, he tells him he's rescuing him. Meanwhile, you've got Julia Carpenter, fake Gwen, <laughs> uh, M- M- Ultimate Miles, uh, Aranya. Yeah, Silk and Jessica Drew all showing up, deciding. Well, I can't believe it. He, he went. He, he did it. He went after. He went off to save Norman Osborn. You know, like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. gonna have to. We're gonna have to unite and stop him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and and That's pretty accurate. The only one. The only one who's like actually talking any sense is Jessica Drew. Because mm-hmm. Jessica Drew's like, ah, uh, there are other ways we could have done this, you know. Period. Yeah. There's, there's other ways we could approach this right here. And Jessica Drew's probably thinking, uh, you know, when she says there are other ways we could have done this, Jessica Drew means we're going to get our asses beat. Mm-hmm. Spider Man will probably kick all of our asses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they, it ends with them on the roof and them and Miles, we and they're to, like, yeah. we have to stop Spider Man. To be continued. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now now look, look. Yeah. First of all, review. Okay. Review on this is D minus. D minus. Let's go around the horn. Uh, I haven't, I haven't given anything to Spencer that has been lower than like a B. I don't think. I've never heard you given a D minus to Spencer. JR. I gave it a C plus. Ashley. B minus. Mike. C. Kelly. I crap. I didn't even write it. Uh, I gave it a B plus. I'm giving it a B minus very close to a C. Did you notice George that they got the artist wrong in the credits is Mark Bagley art. Yeah. They credited somebody else. I, I, wow. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't look at did, the credits. I didn't even notice. Really? I, I didn't even check, yeah. I didn't check that out. Oof. That yeah, was, that. A, that was a big editorial goof. Yeah. I guess Our, when you're trying to shoehorn in a giant editorial event, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that that kind of thing happens. Um, what? Give, give me pro. You want to do cons first, George? You're so wound up on it. You want to do cons and then pros, or what do you want to do? I, I, we, can do we can we can do pros right quick. The pros are going to be quick. Okay, let me hear your uh, pros. We'll go around the horn with pros too. Uh, the, the art was nice, even Same, though it, yeah, it, was it wasn't credited that to Mark Tagley. <laughs> that was mine. That was uh, mine too. Mike, well, there, there's two pros done. Jr., you got some pros. Norman's in it. Yeah, well, no, actually, well, the, one of the things I did like about it was it almost kind of reminded me, in a way, of a reverse Frankenstein. Like, for example, you know, uh, the villagers with pitchforks and torches are chasing Frankenstein, and fireman, you know. But Norman is just saying, "Hey, come and get a you." I mean, honestly, he's just standing there and he's just enjoying this. You know, it's like, he oh, is. man, I just can't wait to kick some ass, you know. Uh, so I, 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 I did I did like that aspect. I, I did like the internal conflict of Spider-Man having to rescue his arch enemy. I did. That, 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 that is that's, true. That's yeah. a solid story. That's that's boilerplate Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, but this is Norman Osborn. No, I didn't say that. I'm not yeah, saying that that it's a bad thing. I'm saying that's standard fare for a Spider-Man story. That's this is yeah. But but he's right. sharing this dilemma with the wrong people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who, who, the dilemma should be Mary Jane. Who the, exactly. who the dilemma be? Yeah, exactly. Mary mm-hmm. Jane. Yeah. This man has taken so much from me. Taken so much from us. Mm-hmm. Oh should, yeah, yeah. Should I just? You know, and, and then and she would say, Peter, I, the only person who can hate him more than you, than me is you, but yeah, yeah. you are a hero, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But and George, 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 having a conversation with these nobodies, this well, is not well, their yeah. business. This is mm-hmm. not their fight. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. That's true. George's point of Miles wearing a Spider-Man suit, wanting to kill somebody He's just all kinds of wrong. (laughs) And especially a a next generation hero. Now, see. What, 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 real quick, what, Ashley? And there are lots of people wearing Spider-Man suits who want to kill somebody. Yeah, but Miles is essentially the next generation. And that would be wrong for the next generation to learn from Spider-Man to be a killer, which he's not. Now, I well, technically, yeah. man, I'd be throwing a devil's advocate for a second. Technically, yeah. the senior is wouldn't be killing Norman Osborn. Yeah. He's basically because he he would what he would do in with his with his Linkara magic shotgun is basically just you know, but um, it's the equivalent you know, basically basically making him quote unquote a good person. But at the same yeah. time, you know, it's still kind of yeah. it's a what, what yeah. it's sketchy. Well, I was gonna say to add on to that though is it's explained better in the Osborne one shot than it mm-hmm. is in this issue. Yeah. The I thing should, is, I, if, I you, multiple if, issues that if you let, if you let the mob kill Norman Osborne, it's like letting the burglar run past you after mm-hmm. the, after yeah. the, uh, the wrestling yep. match, because yeah. consequences of that lead to something else. And miles should know that from Peter's history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it surprised oh, yeah. me that Miles said it. I can see somebody else maybe saying it, someone older and a little more hard bitten. But you know, in talks, I mean, in just like talks with my own son, for example, or my own right. kids, you know, they tend to be a little bit more naive, optimistic. Maybe there's hope. Maybe there's something. And it's us old farts who are like, Kill so. Them. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, more he's having the conversation again. He's having the conversation with the wrong person. And yeah, Miles, yeah. Did, that didn't sound, I mean, I don't know Miles that well, but that just doesn't, unless, unless the sin eater is doing, you know, some kind of fear thing on everybody. It, it, that it, doesn't it, sound like something somebody like Miles would say. I, I don't think I so either. Like it's happening. What I feel like happened with this issue um, is Miles' character got kind of overridden because they wanted to feature him more prominently yeah. in this little lineup of, you know, yeah. conversations he was having because you've got the game coming out soon. They want to hype him up. Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Yep. They want to basically advertise that. But he also needed to have a conversation with someone and have them be like, well, why don't you just kill him? And so since they kind of had Miles in that feature slot already, yeah. they kind of sacrificed his character for those other directives and That's, said, I agree. Well, let's just do this. Yeah. So um, I, I don't, again, I, I don't like the character of Miles specifically because Miles is related to the Ultimate Universe, which I okay. cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I would love to see. I, I wouldn't piss on the Ultimate Universe if it was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, so to have Miles show up here, um, and I've seen Miles show up in other comics before, but I, I don't. I'm like Jr. I don't really have a frame of reference for how Miles is going to react to something or say, talk about a certain way, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't really have a reference for that. But to see somebody in a Spider-Man costume that calls himself Spider-Man, that Spider-Man looks at as kind of like a legacy, to sit there and go, eh, maybe you let him die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that rubbed me the wrong way. Talk, talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, uh, Miguel, you said is also a legacy hero. He doesn't mind killing. Does that bother you? Uh, I, I don't really. I, I mean, Miguel technically is a legacy hero, but Miguel, yeah. M- Miguel was completely separate. I mean, like Miguel's like in a future like where Peter's dead. Well, Miles, Miles is now too. Peter's but, dead there too. Well, well, no, but no, he's here now, Brad. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, 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 I, Miguel, Miguel was in a bubble. Miguel didn't have any kind of inspiration from the original hero. He didn't, mm-hmm. other than the name. He didn't. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Not only that. Before I forget, old man train the thought. He was raised by Uncle, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. You know, I mean, he has doesn't have that. Yeah. Str- Miguel doesn't quite have that strong moral fiber background you know yeah. teachings that peter had so anyway sorry and that was um that was kind of supposed to be the niche that miguel filled as well he was like what if spider-man didn't really have that really rigid moral backbone what if he were yeah. a little looser in his now, uh how he goes about mm-hmm. things now he didn't i mean like miguel didn't go out of his way to kill people but i mean if it came down to it miguel had to kill somebody miguel didn't have a problem with killing somebody right he's clogged I remember yeah. Peter David saying when he designed the character, he wanted to be as far away from Peter as he could. Mm-hmm. So he wanted him to have a mom and a dad. He wanted him to have a brother. He wanted him to be a minority, uh, etc. Several things. Just the complete opposite of what Peter Parker is. Yeah. yeah so Peter Parker, Peter Parker's not a killer. He was now. Now that's so. So that's that's one thing. Miguel exists kind of off on his own for that reason. Yeah. All right. Um, Miles is completely different. Miles was inspired by the fake Spider-Man in the other universe. <laughs> um, you know, uh, then he became Spider-Man and now he's here and he's still inspired by the real Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, that, that, that just rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, this is, yeah. this is not how a spider clad hero is supposed to talk. Before mm-hmm. we go full on cons, 
Uh, Ashley, Mike, and Kelly, what pros did you guys have for this issue? Um, but I, they were like you said, you, the the artwork, and also that I think I think that I did I did kind of like the moral dilemma, even though this is kind of leading to Psychon. I thought it was it did get a little repetitive after a while, but mm -hmm. it did. It was like yeah. Marvel team up with another one, another one, another one, another one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's that rapper that says another one? DJ Khaled. Oh. <laughs> there you go, another one. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, what uh -huh. kind of pros? What what do you have? My so my pro is. I, so I don't hate on Spider-Gwen. I, I do wish she was in her own universe and not in 616, but I do enjoy her as a character, and I enjoyed this characterization and what she told Peter, which was basically, hey, stop comparing me to a dead girl. That's yep. not me, but also, I'm pretty sure if you did that same thing to her, she'd be mad too. So yep. stop. Like, yeah. I like I'm not insane. Well, I'm um, a person, and I, I appreciated that. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, too, actually. I remember. What were you going saying, Ashley? Of, um, yeah. Going off what Kelly was saying, it just felt like it was doing a service to Gwen's character. Just like, hey, can we stop contextualizing her only in the instance of her death? Can we recognize yeah. that she was a character? She's a person. Can she stop being well, I, tied to this instant incident, only being defined I, by that? Exactly. I mean, they called her Spider-Gwen. Well, yeah. that's because they didn't want to call her Spider-Woman. That's the kiss of death. Uh, spider no. dick, spider gal, something. Oh no, they call yeah. it ghost spider now. Call, yeah, calling her ghost spider, yeah. Call, yeah. Calling her, calling her spider Gwen says, "Oh hey, look, it's Gwen," but it's not. But it is. It's not. But it is. <laughs> I feel like that name kind of came from fans first, and it I agree, just, it oh, did, and they it did. went yeah. with it for marketing purposes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. I think like on the toys and merchandise and stuff, they don't say Spider Gwen. It's it is Ghost Spider. It is Ghost Spider. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's open up the floodgates. George, hit it. Or the All cons. Right. So. I mean, I've already got into some of it a little bit. You know, the Miles thing. The Miles thing. Um, I don't. I, I number the sin. This sin eater story should not be taking this long. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It really. It really should not. Um, and it, it's just. It just keeps dragging on and dragging on. And now we're we're doing the order of the spider, which is an asinine name. <laughs> I agree. It yes. is a name worthy of our scorn and derision. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and um. So so yeah, it's it's like it's not even a Spider-Man story anymore. It's it's the story of these people trying to stop Spider-Man from actually doing stuff that Spider-Man would do. Yeah, and the Sin Eater just kind of happens to be there. Uh, this whole thing would have been better if we didn't have all of the crappy, you know, legacy heroes. Yeah, if we just had Peter wrestling with his own thoughts, having to go get Norman. Having True. to go rescue Norman. This entire issue would have been so much better had we yeah. just focused on that. But no, that's not what we did. Instead, we had to have Peter saying, oh, they're going after Norman uh, <laughs> right now. I better stop. I better go to different spots in the city and talk to three different people. <laughs> so kills the momentum and the flow, doesn't it? It really does. It yeah. really does. And I, yep. I, I'm going to tie back into that. In right. What it feels like is, uh, you know, when you're playing a video game. And, you know, you save before the last level and you have that one moment where all your party is walking around and you can go talk to everyone before you go to the final boss fight. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's, yeah. there's there's so much in here. 
I'm sorry, Brad. I was. I mean, no, no. I was. I, I, I envisioned the, the God of War levels, Ashley, when you said that. I'm like, let me go talk to him about my sword. Let me talk to this guy. Let me talk to that. Okay, let's go fight a, a dragon. Yeah, I, I totally get it. So it works for video game pacing. <laughs> yes. So you've got all these. Th- Number one, you've got Miles. You've got Spider Gwen. Um, you've got Aranya. Uh, yeah. You've got, uh, you know, Madam Web. And I like Julia Carpenter, but again, she was a better Spider-Woman, too, than, than anything. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. But um, agree. You, you've got these things that I, that I don't like in there already. And then you compound them by throwing in more things that I can't stand, like the, uh, you know, the fire-throwing Hulk clone goblin. Yeah, I hate that, too. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the, the Carnage goblin. Yeah. You know, so... That that kept knocking it down for me, many grades. Yeah. I mean, like it, 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 this whole thing was just—it was like. A, remember, I said one time on the sh- on the show, a, a cascade of fail. <laughs> yeah, it's rain. It's raining fail. This became a cascade of fail for me. There were things that didn't make sense, like with the security guards with automatic weapons and shotguns can't hold back yeah. people with baseball bats. Yeah. Um, that that was weird for me. Um, it's just that you know the the. There were so many things in there that I hated, and whenever there were things in there, that, like in a story that I hate, I start to notice other little things that I yeah. would have otherwise not cared about if the story uh, had been more focused, had been a little, had been tighter, had been yeah. better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all, all none of the, the the stuff with Miles again, uh, seeing somebody in a Spider-Man suit, you know, say that, but then at the end to have all of them come to the decision that they have to stop Spider-Man. Jessica Drew is an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they have to stop Spider-Man from saving Norman Osborn. <laughs> so they all want to kill him. They all want to let Norman die, essentially. All the and, heroes. And, and it is so – it's it's antithetical to me to some of those people, uh, being Jessica Drew and uh, Julia Carpenter. Now, I, I, I'll give her a pass because she was in uh, – she was part of that whole edgy thing. Remember, like Force Works, like back in the nineties. Yeah, it was a lot more hard edged. She's an Avenger too. Avengers West Coast. Yeah, yeah she was. She was, yeah. but she hadn't been an Avenger for a long time. Jessica yeah. Drew, on the other hand, is has it, been a, a, is a, it a, this a, issue that all the Spider people see Peter dying, or is that the next issue? That's going to be the next one. Okay, because yeah. that, that's so, her motivation. That ex- explains yeah. why they want to stop him. But they don't but explain it this time. Exactly. Yeah, I, no. yeah. I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bring that up into the, in the review of this issue. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, hmm. a lot I of stuff, remember what it was. Yeah. A lot of stuff didn't work for me. Uh, Jessica Drew still did though, because Jessica Drew again points out, "Oh, there's uh, 17 million different ways we could have yeah. done this." Um, but at the end of the day, so this is this is awful. This for me is the for me. And again, a lot of this comes from my own biases of not liking things that they threw in here. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't put this on Spencer. Mm. I put this on editorial. Yes. Yeah. The, the order of the web being here feels forced. Yep. Um, the fact that the Sin Eater storyline is taking four and a half years and it's, yep. and it, <laughs> and it itself is part of a larger storyline. Yep. I agree. Um, feels editorial i so i i don't lay this at nick spencer's feet uh feet in fact i would be surprised to find out uh or, or i wouldn't be surprised yeah. to find out if nick spencer was getting fatigued from this mm. from all the I, stuff that they're making him put in i would be as a writer like here's my story what i want to do now cram all this in we saw what happened with sam raimi this is why Peter Peter David, 3. 
This is why Peter David stops writing comics after 12 exactly. issues. Real quick, mm-hmm. before I open it up to the rest of the panel for the cons, uh, DC Marvel fan guy wants to know, what did you think of Sins Rising up until then? George? Oh, Sin Rising. Um, the premise... The was that the one is, shot, or is that the this whole story? That's, that's, that's the whole that's, that's the storyline. Oh, yeah. okay, got the, it. The premise has been has it started off really interesting. Yeah, uh, it, it did. It started off really interesting, and and I mean, Sin Eater is a character that a lot of us remember and a lot of us like, mm-hmm. but um, it just it is just spiraled so out of control. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just so it's it, it, it it's 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 being crushed underneath its own weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's so unwieldy now, and it's just I I I love I, I love Sprinter's run overall. I still do. All right. Yeah. Um, but I and again I I lay this on editorial. I think this is all most of this is editorial driven, yeah. and it's stuff that Spencer has to throw in there, and it's kind of throwing the story that he wanted to tell. It's probably throwing that off. Matt so. Matt wants to know, and Jr. Maybe you can get this one. Do you think this stuff with Norman could be related to the Dark Avengers by chance? No chance. No. No chance. I don't think so. George, anything else before we open it up to the rest of the panel? I hope this turns around, man. Because yeah. I mean, I, it's been what over two years now since. And I'm sorry, I'm eating pistachio. I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> well, it's the They're coffee delicious. and the nicotine. <laughs> yeah, I, but- I, 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 it's it's compulsive at this point. I can't stop it. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to put them over here. Right. <laughs> um. There we go. Now I'm going to freak out. I'm going to start twitching. But um, <laughs> no, this this needs to turn around. They need to let Spencer just tell stories. And mm. I, I say that they need to. They're not going to. No, uh, it's, Mar- it's, it's today's Marvel. Today's Marvel is all about cross-pollination. Uh, you know, promote everything else, you know, and everything else. And it's just it, – it, it reminded me of why I don't read more comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it 100% reminded me of why I'm only reading one damn title yeah so that's that's where i'm at on this and i i turn this around jr what's you got some cons well i mentioned a big one is that spider-man is having this conversation with the wrong people you know for one like i said the the whole thing about you know i made a promise to gwen that i would kill norman osborne he shouldn't be telling this to gwen 15 year old gwen he should be telling this to mary jane you know uh, and, and then it's like, you know, boy, Spider-Man's going, boy, I really need some help. I need to. So I call a friend. I'm going to call a 16 year old to pal, you know, 16 year old. I'm not going to call Matt Murdock. I'm not going to call Johnny Storm. I'm not even going to call Clash, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna call a kid. <laughs> you know, a friend. You know, Peter, I don't, I'm sorry, but you know, you're 30 something years old, right? Or you should be. You're calling yeah. it. This is my friend. You know, I mean, people would start to talk. So yeah. that just, um, you know, think, oh. I thought it was real quick with, um, with Gwen, you know, Kelly and I brought up that it's nice to see her telling Peter, you know, stop looking at me as Gwen and let Gwen be her own person outside of this event. That's true. But it also feels like they only bring her in to comment on Peter's feelings about his universe is Gwen Stacy and the kind of the messy yeah. feelings there, which is unfortunate. She's not really allowed, like, even though what she's saying as a character is refuting that, her role in the story is at the same time reinforcing that that's her her purpose mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So it'd be it nice is. if they, they want to bring her in and tie her in, like 
let her be your own character, like show don't tell. Well, I took, I honestly took that panel almost as a, you know, saying, hey, editorial told me I had to include yeah. her, but I'm not including her to be like this. So as, as best as I can, I'm going to make sure she has some kind of, you know, purpose, like just have her own independence at yeah. least a little bit. And because that's the thing is like she even in the next issue we review, she, she's the last person to get on board because she she does like it's essentially it's the way it's written is, yes, these characters have to be in here because we were told to. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean I have to write them in the way that they want me to. Yeah. We're getting Spencer's take on each character through exactly. their dialogue. True. Yeah. True. So that's that. And honestly, like editorial is my is my con on all of yeah, this so everybody's already explained that <laughs> yeah anything else about this issue before we move on to the next one i was kind of confused yeah. as how the sin eater and all of his little followers were even at ravenclaw because in the previous issue spider-man was already there confronting the senior and all of his group yeah. why how why didn't he just stop him there god he had to run off and talk to three different people i guess so <laughs> i guess so right <laughs> <laughs> he had to go do a Google meet. He had to meet all those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not like, social right. distancing very well. They no. are. Oh, no. Well, they do they have masks on. They got masks. They got masks on. They do have masks on. That's true. Yeah. 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 All right. Are they washing their hands? They I didn't are. see a panel they're, where they're washing their hands. Those frying <laughs> pans and baseball bats look dirty. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a beef real quick. What okay. is with. Why is Norman Osborn drawn like this beefcake? Why is his <laughs> neck so thick? Is he usually he's not usually drawn like this? Did you just call he Norman Osborn like thick? eighty pounds? <laughs> yeah, she's called she's called him beefcake. Yeah, he's like beefcake oh, Norman. No. I'm like, what's going on? I'm not no, saying it, that in like a hunky kind of way. It's what? just like. Are it's you better than the picture of him looking like he had no teeth, though, in the, about an issue or yeah. two ago where he was oh, all pushed straight. Nope. extend mm-hmm. past his ears. JR, this no. is the first time on the podcast we've ever heard the quote, JR, Norman looks thick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. That's Moving what on said. to. God. Oh, 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 Heidi. All right. You're a monster. You are. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the thickness of Norman Osborn is what oh, this one's called. Oh, God. <laughs> what a friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. We've got on the All cover, right. we've got Kindred, we've got Silk. Did What did Silk do in the last issue? I don't even remember. Just show up? Nothing. Yeah, she just, just showed, showed up. up. Okay. Good dramatically. And she just shows up here, too. Yeah. That's we got uh, <laughs> Jessica Why Drew. Why is got hair torn on the cover? We get Her just, hair's short on the cover, but it's long in the issue. Are they oh, getting man. an ongoing or something? Is that where they're yeah, going with this? We're getting yeah. a silk ongoing. Yeah, want, again. Ugh. We got uh, Jessica Drew Miles Aranya wearing uh, what's what's her name's old suit? No, I guess that's not her old suit. Uh, Jessica Car- Jessica, uh, what's Spider- Julia Carpenter? Julia Carpenter's old suit and Spidey. So take me through this one. It's another Spencer written issue, Jr. Mm-hmm. Well, the issue opens up with the same boring-ass conversation that we left off with the previous issue of Amazing Spider-Man, but which this should also be an issue of Amazing Spider-Man, but it's not. 
And don't use the excuse that, oh, we wanted the story to end on 850. And if we had called it Amazing Spider-Man, then the story would have ended on 851. Well, that's totally bogus because you could have cut off an issue of Gog or that whole Craven's Last <laughs> Dump thing that you had more than a year or so ago. And you could have ended the story at 850. But no, you had to come up with this. And not only that, but the yes. title of the book is grossly misleading, which we'll get to later. Yes. So we have Scribble Madam Webb saying the same thing that she ended last issue saying. Wow. They have to stop Spider-Man. And then she brings up the whole totem thing to explain why we have to have all these useless ass guest stars, you know? And it's like, why do we got to keep, why do we got to keep doing the whole totem crap thing anyway? Because we want to have another Spider-Verse event. Is that it? Didn't you know, it, like two of them wasn't enough. Gee whiz. Yeah. You know? But then we find out that all the spider buddies each had had a dream. You know, I had a dream. They each had a dream that Peter Parker was killed by Norman Osborn. And Scribble Madam Webb says <laughs> that they have to intervene, you know, to save Peter because the web is crying out in anguish <laughs> that her champion is about to fall. <laughs> Yon, yon, yon. Anyway, we now go to we now go to Arkhamus. I mean, <coughs> yeah. Ravencroft. Okay, because as we saw last issue, our hero Norman Osborn was under attack by a vicious mob comprised of about five people who have a legitimate com complaint against him, uh, and about a thousand others who are either virtue signaling or uh, rioting in Ravencroft because they heard that they wanted to steal all of Ravencroft's electronics, like high-def TVs, <laughs> video games, Blu-ray players, you know, computers and all that. PS5, we get that Miles game. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a few people there who want to kill Norman, and the rest of them just want to steal stuff. So that's why they're there. Anyway, but anyway, that self-righteous interfering do-gooder Spider-Man swings into save Norman, you know, but our hero doesn't need saving. He doesn't need any of Spider-Man's attempts to assage his guilt and make himself feel better. No, yeah. you know, and to prove it, he triumphantly mangles one of the Sin Eater's goons because after all, he's the friggin' Green Goblin. You know? <laughs> uh, and which the writers of the Ravencroft mini- seem to keep forgetting, you know, because they let John Jameson slam him up against the wall or they let him get shot. Oh, look, my arms in a sling. <laughs> you know, he's a goddamn Green Goblin. <laughs> and this is why I give the book to JR. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so, and then, of course, then Norman comes up with the burn. You know, he says, besides, you can't save me. You're not very good at saving people anyway. At least not in my experience. So you just go. That was a great burn. Great burn. Well, of course, the amazing snowflake man doesn't take well <laughs> this little shot of reality across the bow. And after a childish expression of anger, he tells Norman that he knows he's up to something, that there's something there in Arkham. <laughs> I mean, Ravencroft that he's trying to get to. And Spidey is going to be right there when he gets to it. Because he and Norman are in this to the bitter end. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, back to Spider-Man's utterly useless and redundant friends. Uh, 
who are who are doing more of the well, if Spider Man would just let the Sea Eater kill Osborne, then we wouldn't he wouldn't be in danger, and the world will be all sunshine and roses and wet puppy kisses. Blah 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 blah. So anyway, but in a staggering surprise, the blonde is the one that makes sense, and she says and drops a truth bomb. That maybe it's Nick Spencer alluding to something bigger, or maybe he's just trolling us. But anyway, you know, Gwen says, you know, something's not really right. You know, I mean, the Sin Eater's a scumbag. Not only that, but he's a dead, I mean, a dead come back from the dead scumbag. Real quick, JR, Venkman loves you so much, he he did a super chat, and he he says, do you have any more Push-ups. That's coming in 850. So, <laughs> yeah. but, there you uh, go, Vegman. Thank but, you, but, but But Spider-Gwen says, you know, like, this this whole Sin Eater thing ain't such a good idea either. And he, she goes, and after all, when you make a deal with the devil, Uh-oh. you got to pay the price. Ooh. Hint, hint, mm-hmm. we hope. But anyway, so... Anyway, that's something that our illustrious crawl spacers, crawl, crawl space reviewers, yes, mentioned as well. Right. Yep. On the reviews, well, back, yeah. at the, guys. back at the Looney Bin, the uh, Sandy Year digs, digs back into all four of the Gospels to uh, drop a money changer and cleansing the temple reference. Okay, <laughs> and then we flash back to his own moment on the cross, where he's beseeching the one who called him, saying, "Why have you forsaken me? What do I do now?" <laughs> and then Mister Negative shows up, begging to be cleansed. And the Sin Eater proclaims, he hears me, he answers my prayers. And then he shoots Martin Lee and <laughs> gains the Mr. Negative powers, which convert people. To, ah, I'm too big. Ah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you were just going all, your goblin bobblehead was like rocking on the boat. I had Don't to full screen, you, bro. You scared me. <laughs> Oh, my God. But anyway, so he shoots Martin Lee and he gains the negative powers. All right. Anyway, so returning to the present, our hero, Norman Osborn, leads Spider-Man to the cell that he was imprisoned in when he was all uh, under the influence of the Carnage symbiote and leads Spider-Man to a secret room where he's concocting a brilliant scheme. Spider-Man sees a map of Empire State and asks, what are you doing down here, Norman? And Norman responds, well, I'm making sure that any comic book with my name on it isn't going to be like that worthless piece of crap money grab about the Sin Eater snake handling father that no one gave a rat's ass about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bravo. By the way, as you take a drink, I find it absolutely hysterical, Jr. That the more crazy you sound, the views just keep going up. We were up to 34, 35 people watching. You were bringing it. Okay, a little bit more crazy. Go. All right. So, anyway. All right. Now, Spider-Man, you see this high security cell that Dark Mark and Chi-Town have been speculating news behind it? All right. Well, he's going to turn the tide of this fight. Ack! He's gone! That's impossible. Who let that lard ass out? Um, so tell, then we find George, out that, tell George who it is. Yeah. 
And then we find out that it was Dr. Kafka, who's really a clone, right? Didn't we find this out in yes, the race? It's really yeah. a clone. All right. The so. only other person with access to the cell. But the Sin Eater got to her and Benny hindered her so that she <laughs> left out the prisoner. And, and it's the juggernaut, bitch. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But and, you know, <laughs> who saw that coming? Not Shite well, Counter, not Mark. But None of us either. <laughs> Not true. None of us actually did. He Benny Hinder, it's the juggernaut bitch, is gotta be one of the best JR lines. <laughs> anyway, before, before Juggy can go all amazing Spider-Man 229 and 230 on Ravencroft, it appears, although we'll have to wait until next issue, it appears that maybe the Sin Eater cleansing, but we'll have to wait for that. Okay, and then we waste three friggin' pages. Uh, with a newly Christian, Christian, Christian order of the web talking mumbo jumbo and working up the balls to go to Cravencroft to probably f things up even worse. Now, now that they have a name, does anybody see a miniseries or another title or yeah. something coming? Now that they have a name, yep. uh, what are they called again? The Spider the Order of the order? Spider. Oh yeah, or they Order of the Web have, or something. Now they've called the Order. Worn out Spider Verse, so they want to try and do something new. Order of the Spider, yep. They, they should Man. call it the order. They should call it the Order of the Death of Originality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, it, so, it sounds so, like a new Dragon Con cult. Oh, <laughs> yeah, order, order of uh, uh, order of the Death of Organic Storytelling. <laughs> so anyway, it so Spider Man like is going all white robes. What Ashley? I missed it. What? It sounds like they all need matching hooded robes. Mm. Yes. Like the Avengers yes. in the '90s had those coats or those jackets. No, no they need they, they, they all no, no no they all need they only matching Ben Riley hoodies. Oh, no. oh <laughs> really? Oh, like a, Man, From a, like it's had a hot fuzz or something. The neighborhood. Jr. Before you hit third gear, let me uh, get your ego going. Uh, Jr. is on top of his game tonight. Says heroing. So float. Jr. is my hero. Enigma. This is why I love Jr.'s recaps. Uh, and then Power Pack says, God bless you, JR. And then Matt is sarcastic and says, JR is getting his mental health checked at where again? Obviously, I skipped my last appointment. I was supposed to go to Ravencroft for it. You were supposed to be a part of the Order of the Spider, right? No, the Order of the Cult of the Goblin, right? There you go. There you go. JR is Ezekiel. Everything has come full circle now. All right, JR, hit that over. All right. Third gear. all right, well, Spider-Man goes all whiny on Norman, you know, and knocks him into a cabinet, demanding to know why he's done all this. And yeah. Norman tells him, it's because of Kindred. And Spider-Man, how do you know about him? <laughs> well, because Dark Mark thinks he's my dead son, but that's not important right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the Sin Eater was just the beginning. Kindred won't stop until both of us are dead, and he'll destroy the entire city to ensure that happens. And as we see the cabinet Norman was slammed into, we see his green goblin costume and weapons, and he says, like you said earlier, Spider-Man, we're in this together to the bitter end. To be continued! That was Norman meets Shatner. What was that? <laughs> oh my God. All right, Jr. What's your grade? Sounds like you love the hell out of that thing. 
Well, it's it sounded like I loved it more than I did. I I gave it a B minus. Okay, George. That's it all right there. Here's 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 the thing. Remember uh, when I covered the last? I read I read both of these earlier today. Right. Hmm. And I already I'd forgotten the juggernaut thing. That's not good. Wow. I mean, that's no, no, no. That's how that's how inconsequential the whole thing was to me. Yeah. I, I read it, it 30 minutes ago and I forgot the juggernaut thing. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. It's yeah. I, I'm giving this one. I, I'm going to give this one another D. A D. Kelly, what's your grade? B plus, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's Norman Osborne in it. Yeah. Mike? C minus. C minus. Ashley? B minus again. B minus. I, I, I'm closer to Kelly on this. I'm giving it a B, mainly because I love the Norman stuff so much. Mm-hmm. JR, I want to hear pros out of you. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of obvious. Obviously, it's Norman. He gets in a good line. Yeah. You know, he and Spider-Man are, you know, Spider-Man, they, they're forced to kind of revisit their history. And Spider-Man, ha- you know, kind of has to say, you know, we've done this dance with death for way too many years now. Um just like kind of reckon and, and kind of the recognition that for better or for worse, they're tied together. Their fates are tied together, you know, like great arch enemies should be, you know, like if one goes down, they're both going to go down at the same time. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I get that over it. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but uh, I just kind of, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the, unfortunately the, 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 all, the issue isn't, all that. <laughs> what, you know, what do you uh, think of the red herrings? The flashback to Spec 200 with Harry dying, the mention of the devil. What do you think of those? Do you think those well, are legit or red herrings? Was the was the reference to Harry in this issue or the prior one? It was the, the prior, prior one. one. Oh, I'm prior sorry. One. Well, I'm, yeah. But I know what you're saying. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're ref. It's kind of like, well, wait a minute. I mean, if Harry really didn't die, then why are we saying why is Spider-Man thinking that Harry died? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, again, that that could be something, or that could be just a glitch. You know, I mean, to be honest. Uh, but I, I just the fact that they keep talking about the, you know, they've mentioned now that the you can't make a deal with the devil. I, I really hope that means something. Me but, too. But know, let's let's finally be the at, at this pace, with all of the crossovers <laughs> that it would take to get us there, we won't know for another decade. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like when Moreland invaded the Daily Comic Strip and said, "I can't do this. It's taking too long." They, <laughs> I'll never get done. They, right. they, they they need to just stop jacking with this story and just let Spencer tell it. Yeah, and, and stop and check and forcing all these other things be added yeah. into it. It's God, it's horror. It's terrible. It's just, it's a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> other pros. Who wants to go? Um, I do like the setup of this going into, into the next issue that we're actually getting a Spider-Man Green Goblin team up as opposed to another, you know, Oh, Spider-Man versus Green Goblin round 850 or something. Um, but, um, I also did appreciate the twists with the, cause you know, the Mr. Negative and juggernaut thing being part of this thing. Although it does lead me to think that, well, cause the Mr. Negative thing was kind of, even though it was kind of makes sense, the fact that he never really appeared prior to Spencer's run until this issue makes me think, oh, maybe Kindred's reveal is going to be something random. Like he is actually is the resurrected Gwen Stacy or something, or instead of Carly Cooper or whatever, but it just, it just seems like, but yeah, I appreciated the idea that they were kind of like the idea that for once 
Peter and Norman have to kind of actually work together, even though that they're kind of in conflict. And I think that's all we, that's actually, yeah, I think that's against cool. a common foe. That, that, that's a cool, that's a, that's a cool idea. So, you know, so, so props to Spencer, I think for, for that kind of sewing that thing up. And everything Re- like real that. quick. I got an email from Marvel today. Oh, and, uh, they sent it. Was, an, was, was it a JPEG of a middle finger? Mm-hmm. No, it oh, wasn't no. JPEG though. <laughs> Uh, I want your reactions to this. I'm going to put in the stream. Uh-oh. This uh, it says the subject title was "Who's coming into dinner," and this is the image that it appears. Huh. So it looks like Kindred is cooking dinner, or there's a plate. Any speculation mm-hmm. of what this is? It, this takes place after 8:50, so this is 8:51. So this is after the fact. Oh. Uh, well, I'm guessing, guess- guessing Sydney Portier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because guess who's coming to dinner? Almost yeah, kind of references. Yeah. It's, 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 that's almost very, setting up. Yeah, very few people yeah. Got yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but it's yeah, almost like it. he's no Spencer Tracy. I tell you that he's so. Nick mm-hmm. Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> but any what? thoughts on the, what this means? Here, I can scroll it down a little bit. But. Hopefully, this means it's. Oh, hopefully, this, this, this oh, this doesn't, mean, this doesn't mean it's going to take twelve issues across four different titles and have 27 characters in it. Who do you think uh, Kendra is setting the ta- place map for or the place setting? Do you think that's Peter? I don't oh, know. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. I mean, I think that's what they want us to think. Yeah. It's, it's going to wind up being like another villain that he's going to Im- imbue with powers to go mm-hmm. off to another, you know, eight part arc on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm just—I'm so jaded just because of how long this has taken, mm-hmm. you know? and, and and just because of how many things have been forced uh, in, into what otherwise might have been an engaging story. I'm sorry, Kelly. But. No, 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 you're fine. Um, Peter Palmer, thirteen, has because that's what I was thinking too. Was spectacular Spider-Man 189. Wait a minute, but, that's going to be a Harry tease, is what Peter Palmer. Says. Yeah, okay. but see, that's what I'm saying though, is that it that also to me seems too obvious. So I I don't know. Uh, Philip says spooky stuff just in time for uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. and Matt loves your hat, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you. I made it myself because they, I couldn't find a snapback that I liked, and I wanted to glue a tiara on it for my birthday. So. Oh, I, I didn't know that. So that's the one where Harry hosted dinner with Liz, Molten Man, and Normie. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I think Kendra and Cindy are working for someone. Oh, working for Mephisto, possibly. Uh, Kindred and Mephisto's motive seems so so far away from one another. I I, I don't know that Kindred would be. Do we do we have some more pros? I kind of distracted you all with that that animated gift, but I just had that in my email. I wanted to show it to you guys while we're on the air. Uh, some other pros. Um, most of my pros have really been said. I just I like the fact that Gwen seems to be the voice of reason here, even mm-hmm. though they still make her do this stupid thing, but. At least, again, it's more they're being very conscious of her as a person, and I think that that's kind of a rebellion against editorial a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So true. I, I like it. I like when characters yeah. get to be good characters and solid and well-rounded, even though it doesn't make sense. Um, I made a stupid edit of that panel because uh, I really, I am mad at <laughs> like Julia Carpenter. Like so, like when everyone's like, "But why didn't we just talk to him?" And Julia's like, oh. this is not the way of the web. I was like, 
because which TikTok told me we had to hex the moon? Because that's literally how it sounds. Like, she sounds like one of those witch talkers that were like, I'm going to hex everything because I know everything and they know nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I, I agree. <laughs> it was kind of Spencer like taking. Yeah. It, it was like Spencer taking the lemons and trying to make lemonade, is what I think you're saying. Well, yeah. now you guys know why I call Julie Carpenter the worst psychic in the world because instead of just <laughs> telling them flat out, Hey, why don't you? Why didn't like you know? And so it's like, wow. what's going on? It's like, oh, we have to be cryptic and, myst- and mystical and everything like this. Oh, that's not the way the web works. It's like yeah. it, it'll, be the, it'll be the it'll be <laughs> the way the web works in the next crossover. Yeah, yeah. right. Or, yeah. or in the next forced event. My, my goodness, Vinkman, we- thank you. Woo! Yeah, thank Another you, super Vinkman. chat. Woo! Oh, man, I've never Vinkman. even seen that color of donation. That's thank shame. you very much. Uh, wow. Vinkman says it's probably the last time I'll bring this up, but earlier this year I quit modern monthly comics for good, and I finally sold all my Spider-Man books from 1999 to present. Sounds like I'm not missing anything. George, <laughs> that sounds just like you. You sold them all. Uh, I did. I sold them yeah. all, and the only thing I am buying uh, monthly is uh, this one title. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And why wasn't this issue? Uh, well, George, I mean Jr., you addressed it. I thought this issue was better than the previous one. That was actually amazing, Spider-Man. Yeah, they're both crappy. <laughs> the only the, the only reason I think why they made this a, like a tie-in issue instead of an actual issue of amazing is because of what Jr. alluded to. They did not want this to be the 850th issue because we have to have the 850 issue be the, the big spectacular I, thing. Yeah, that's the only reason why this is a one. I shot. guarantee you, an 850. It's a ten dollar comic. They could have put this issue. With mm-hmm. the other one, and we yep. would have had a big bang for our buck. I guarantee you, there's going to be some little ten-page uh, Aranya story in the back, a Spider Woman story, etc. Go ahead, George. Or sub, sub Wait, is, is, is that for real? Is eight fifty going to be ten dollars? Yeah, I'm not yeah. buying it. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Remember, I refused to buy the last time you, they did this. That is That's true. right. You didn't buy eight. Wasn't it eight hundred or six hundred? I, I will not can, do it. Can I my refuse. can my first comic? In my 30s, not be ten dollars, please. Thank you, Marvel. Why? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, seem like it's going to happen. I didn't know that. I did not know. What I kind of wonder might have happened too is if Nick Spencer is like you know he probably knew well ahead of time that this editorial mandate was coming up, and so he passive aggressively paced the series so there'd be one extra comic before <laughs> it came out. There you go, George. There's the price right there on Comixology, nine ninety nine. Oh. Yeah, that's a no for me. October seventh, twenty twenty. Because it is. It's going to be twenty pages story, and then it's going to be like another eighty pages of complete and utter crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm not paying ten dollars. It it could be it could be a hundred pages of pure story, and I wouldn't pay ten dollars for it. Yeah, yeah. What if it were a hundred pages of God? <laughs> <laughs> A hundred uh, you know pages what? of Gog. I no. would, if it's a hundred pages of Gog, I would pay ten dollars. But that's because Gog. And if mm. that were your first comic of your thirties, yeah, what have you done? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no. Back to comments. Uh, Soflo says Kendra is Harry or George Stacy. Uh, Gary in the Frozen. I guess we can go around who we think Kendra is after these two issues. Jr. Who do you think it is? Well. Is it Harry Osborne? It seems like the. I mean that. That's kind of always been my guess, to be honest. And uh, in um, I think in this issue, actually, when Julia Carpenter is um, thinking about 
ki- uh, Kindred or, or killing Peter, it, he actually looks like he's wearing a goblin outfit. I mean, more so than, um, I don't know if it's this issue or not, or if it was a previous issue. But uh, it actually, you know, Kindred with the point, and it looked like he was actually wearing a variation of the goblin. So we have one for Harry. George, I'm, you probably don't care, but who do you think it is? I've, I've, I've said from the get-go I thought it was Harry. I, okay. I, I've been it's Harry all along. That, that's, that's, that's the hill I've, I, I'm going to okay. die. We have two Harrys. Ashley? I still think Kindred's going to be a woman, and they're going to make a big deal out of what a twist is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same here. So, do you think it's uh, uh, what's her name uh, that George hates? Uh, that Carly Cooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carly <laughs> Cooper. You think it's Carly? Well, we just saw Carly, so it can't be her uh, unless she's in ever... moonlighting. Oh. No, I do have a, I do have an idea of why. Oh, okay, so we, have, we, have, we have a female uh, guest, uh, Mike. Do you think it's a female also? Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's either connected to Carly Cooper, and it goes back to the lookups, or this is the or this is Tweezy Bank, aka the Gwen Stacy from. Oh <laughs> yeah, Gwen yeah. yeah. Stacy from, from where? From, from Clone Conspiracy. The clone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a letdown that would be. We call it. Yeah, it, it <laughs> we call it, that it, Gwen Stacy. It, if it's yeah. Gwen Stacy, it, it, it's leaning more towards the Gwen mm-hmm. column thing because that would be the big ultimate like twist. Like, oh my god, because there was all these references to Gwen, right? That and is it's like, true. Yeah. And everything else, and so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what if the big twist is? It's yeah. actually Gwen becomes the villain, and she's back from the dead. All that other great uh, stuff. I mean, that, who, so we I have. Um, no, 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 and you know what? It'll be Gwen's the villain, and Norman's the good guy. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I mean, I like Norman yep. being the bad guy. I enjoy that. All right. Kelly, who's your guess? Um, I see. Originally, I thought it was going to be Norman or some part of Norman. Now I think it's either Harry is really obvious, so I'm going to go with Harry or the real Aunt May. <laughs> maybe the actress. The real, real Aunt May. Maybe the actress. Uh, maybe the right. actress that May. <laughs> I, I'm going some sort of Peter uh, that lost the marriage. I, I think the marriage is it. I think the marriage is the hook. Yeah. I think that's what he's going for. It's so, the person is tied to the marriage somehow, huh. is my guess. I feel like whatever's going to happen, it's going to be a breadcrumb that will lead mm. to the next to 900 yeah. arc that will start diving yeah. into the marriage. But I, I, I'm with, but I, again, I'm with Ashley, with you, Ashley, 100%. This is the kind they're going to make the pull the thing like, oh, Kendra's actually a woman. And it's going to be yeah. like, I may, I'm thinking it's either Gwen or Carly or somebody or whatever it is. Something real that's quick, and before, gently connected to Norman in some fashion. Real quick comment. Would be like big comment old, says yeah. someone give George the digital code for 850. <laughs> right. Uh, Power Packers <laughs> says, damn right, Kelly. Uh, Peter Palmer, it's so damn true that stupid Gog story could have been cut for this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh. it is necessary. It's Spider-Man lore. It Actually, is. Michael so, Reed wants to know, George, what's the Gog conversion rate? <laughs> uh, Peter Palmer, Kelly making good points. I apologize for insulting the almighty God. That was quick. Uh, Philip Green Goglin, 850. <laughs> The one thing oh, about uh, mortal enemies in the script, I know. Every time we drop Gog, everybody goes punk crazy, and I love mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, that's my that's my mutant power, right, George? Gog, I, is, Gog is herpes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Derek Jeter has a lot of Gog. Uh, the one thing about oh. mortal enemies in the story reminds me that it really represents cartoons. Foes needs to team up. Goes back to Transformers. Not wait, Transformers brought up again. Wow! Countdown to Extinction. Yeah, and Prime and Megatron. <laughs> Earth is mad. 
Howard Packer says it's Carla Cooper. Anime oh, Hunter. You, okay. Well, that, that's always a good position to take, anime. I agree with Brad. I like that. <laughs> Uh, P- uh, Peter, what's up? All Kendra's allies referred to him as that, no offense, no offense, no offense, Shy Town, but I do not take stock in a character who, who who doesn't know the true identity of a person calling them he. Nor do I take stock in a solit referring to him as he. Have we forgotten what happened with Menace? Peter, editorial like didn't credit Mar- twist too. It mm-hmm. sounds like a red herring. Editorial yep. got the artist's wrong, name wrong. They could get the gender wrong when they're typing it out. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, it, it is it is 2020, uh, and in these trying times, is it, it, we we could we could probably just assume that all of Kindred's allies are just assuming gender, and and shouldn't they be ashamed? Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is there anything we missed uh, on this issue that we want to talk about before we wrap it up? What do you guys think? George, okay, can go we ahead. talk about how Julia Carpenter looks like Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where in the we world is Carmen, Carmen Sandiego? Carmen hey. Diego. Carpenter okay. Sandiego. That's the yeah. best game, game show song ever. I yeah, love it. Vinkman really says nine ninety nine is too goddamn much money for a comic. <laughs> it is. Agreed. <laughs> All right. So so I, I there's something I want to chime in with. Okay. Yeah. Uh so the whole Norman and Peter having to team up to try to stop Kindred in the, in the long run. Um, I know a lot of people are excited about that, uh, you know, because it's it's something interesting. It's something potentially new. You know, how is this going to go down? It really rubs me the wrong way. Um, really? It really does. Because I look at this and I'm like – and, and it's funny to me because we have Gwen Stacy here as a reminder every damn where, even with fake Gwen yeah. saying, I don't want to be the reminder for Gwen Stacy. I'm like, oh, sorry, Cupcake. That's why you were made. <laughs> that's literally why they made you. I'm sorry. I'm so- it's, it's not your fault. It's the stars. I apologize. <laughs> but I mean, they, to, to constantly, you know, have her in there as the reminder, even last, you know, the last issue, the one that I reviewed, we had the, the throat the call back to the bridge, you know, and, and the right. snap and everything else. Oh, that snap thing was cool too. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I liked so, that. so given all that, and we've got these reminders, you know, of Norman and Gwen, it stretches credibility mm-hmm. at some point to believe that, that, that Peter is is just going to be okay with doing this because he has to do it. I I get to the point where I'm like, I, I want to pull Peter aside and, and be like, this guy murdered the chick that you loved. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I, I get that we're excited because it's a story and it's a new event. It doesn't work for me mm-hmm. because I, at the end of the day, I, I'm like the Peter Parker I know is going to have a huge problem with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a big and not just a quippy problem. Like he's going, like you know, he's going to go and and have a have a non-alcoholic beer after this. <laughs> it does seem a little incongruous that he had such a problem with Sin Eater and his past with him and reconciling with that. But we don't see him, or at least we haven't quite yet seen him struggling with, you know, reconciling with Norman in the same way. So yeah, maybe it's something they ran out of pages for um maybe it's something we'll see more of but that would be unfortunate i, I need to wrap this one up uh we got another show coming up i want to go final thoughts around the horn jr you started reviewing this issue i want to hear final thoughts how do you well i'm can't wait for 850 but uh part of me is has a feeling that i'm going to be very disappointed 
you're, mm. and you're going to be very light in your wallet after nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to be on the corner panhandling to pay for it. <laughs> uh, George, final thoughts. Uh, I'm disappointed because I, I just now found out today that it was going to be ten dollars, and I'm I've, sorry. I I I am a I am a man of principle. Uh, I did not buy the last one. I will not buy this one. And I was looking forward to seeing what, what this might actually bring. So I'll have to find out like everybody else by watching uh, or listening to you guys. Man. Ashley, final thoughts. Well, for a more positive note, after George <laughs> brought us down, um, <laughs> that as forced and shoehorned as this kind of crossover event has been and this whole arc at least I feel like Nick Spencer's really keeping his head above water and still staying on as near to the top of his writing game as he can. I like that the focus with this arc, we still get a lot of introspection and more internal conflict with um, the with Spider-Man than we ever got with, like, I'm thinking, maybe this isn't fair, but I always think of, what if Dan Slott were writing this instead whenever I feel yeah. like it, Yo, yeah. Man. yeah, and it would just be like whoa flashy noise thing look reaction reacting to stuff and mm-hmm. so I appreciate Nick Spencer's style in this <laughs> and I feel like he's able to get through this with a lot more grace than um, yeah. some other writers yeah. would so he, he's, he's getting twisted pretty hard in this but I think you know Every writer's got to go through their, you know, go through their lumps and mm-hmm. get their get tested. And so I think he'll come out of this all. <laughs> get tested. I, I want I want a shirt now with <laughs> Ashley with Ashley doing this, and it says reacting to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way she was doing, it, she was like this. Ashley, right. to uh, follow up on your point, we gave Slot a hard time when all these side characters were shoved into Amazing Spider-Man. We're not oh, giving yeah. Spencer a pass on this either. Well, nope. well, we we are I'm not in that. It's still what you what the main focus is. Like, sure, Slot had to deal with juggling the same kind of editorial mandates and stuff, but I feel like Spencer's focus is still on very much focused on the character yeah. and what is the character reacting internally mm-hmm. to this. And um, yeah. I think one of the strengths of Spider Man is he's an introspective character. It's very mm-hmm. important to see. Yeah how he's wrestling with um, these dilemma, these moral dilemmas and experiencing these internal conflicts. With Slot, we never got internal conflict, so it just never really felt appropriate for the character. That's why the stories felt so offbeat and felt so yeah. childish, really. Yeah. And, and, it, and it shows how much a better writer he is if he's what the, when he's writing what the cards he's given. This is mm-hmm. this is what I this is why I come back to what I was saying in my review yeah. because I gave that one a D. It's first time I've given a Spencer book a D. And and, mm-hmm. and I was I was quick to point out I don't blame Spencer for this right. editorial. Now would I have given Dan Slott the same sort of uh, of benefit of the doubt? Absolutely not. Uh, and the reason yeah. is is because Nick Spencer has shown us what a great writer he is and and how he understands the character in ways that Dan Slott in 10 years never did. Yeah, true. So it's a a totally different thing. McNulty, final thoughts. Well, even though I say that, well, unlike uh, Julia Carpenter, who is solo, who again, the worst I can, who is the worst psychic in the world. I, however, will say that I'm very confident in my predictions of what is going to be happen because some of you guys know my track record and I don't even claim to be psychic. So McNulty's pretty, 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 real quick, Mike's prediction. It's a woman. 
Mm-hmm. And what who what woman is it? It's either going to be Carly or it's going to be Gwen. All right. If it's a woman, or, I'm going to say it's it's the daughter that Peter and Mary Jane didn't get to have because Mephisto erased her. Someone said yeah. that in chat earlier too. Oh yeah, so that's the theory the also. Annie looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, final thoughts. Uh, Ashley is pretty much given a lot of mine, so the only thing I have yeah. to say is I am excited for 850, um, but yeah. I guess I will be eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like a week. So thank you, yeah. Marvel. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome back to ramen. <laughs> welcome back to ramen. Oh, don't I can't, let, I no. can't have it because I'm celiac and it sucks oh. and I'm sad. Oh, I love ramen. Dang it. Don't get me oh. down in uh, uh rabbit hole of ramen again we know that um, I, mean, I, I, I can't have pistachios because i'm fat but yet here i am <laughs> <laughs> ryan reed says that mcnulty magic all oh, right there you go uh, uh, i'll put that on my t-shirt now. Uh, for uh <laughs> patreon members patreon.com slash crawlspace kelly neil and javi and i will be back uh we're gonna do a little tease uh after i wrap this show up to let you know what we're gonna do and what issues we're gonna do but we're going to do spider satellites immediately after this. Yes. So uh, thank you all for watching. I loved it when the numbers start ticking up. The crazy <laughs> JR sounded. That was absolutely yep. perfect. <laughs> yep. All right. We will be back. I got to start a feed. Yeah. Otherwise, Facebook's going to kill me. All, all right. right. Peace, see you guys. everybody. Hi, everybody. Good to see everybody. Bye. Later. Yep. Later. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.